0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the GFN Philly 215 Questions Podcast, The podcast where two guys ask what the one thing is for five different questions to a GFN Philly member. The two guys asking the questions are Bowen Nahr and myself, Jim Murphy. Hey, Bowen. Hey, Jimmy. We're pleased to welcome our guest, Brad Watts, producer at the Graham Company and also the LLS Man or Woman of the Year nominee. Hey, Brad. Welcome to the show.
1: Hey, Jimmy. Thanks for having me. All
0: right. Let's kick off the show here. Question number one. What's the one thing from your story that's important for people to know? You
1: no, know, honestly, it's something that I have typically been very private about in the past. And uh, as you mentioned in the introduction, getting nominated for Man Woman of the Year for LLS has definitely come to the forefront a little bit more. But it's uh, I've been battling cancer for nearly four and a half years, a blood cancer. And uh, definitely uh, have a lot of life experiences from that grew up pretty quickly and hoping actually clean two scans. So hopefully uh, we'll continue down that path.
2: I mean, what's fascinating about that is how casual nonchalant Brad is, you know, Brad and I are buddies. So we've talked about this over the past couple of years. And I remember just as much as you do, as you posted about on LinkedIn recently, the second time you told me you'd cancer. And I was like, what, like, you're just such an overachiever, right? Like just It can't you can't be a one timer, right? Like you got to just keep coming back and showing it who's boss there. And it's been amazing how almost how little it's affected your personality. Like you just still stay such a humble and and good dude.
1: I remember that from the day that we were sitting at La Colombe by City Hall. I didn't know how to tell some of my close friends, and you know, some of them I, I didn't even mention it to at all, but. For bowen likewise i'm sure you'll remember this i said hey i've kind of sort of got a bit of bad news and i just didn't know how to deliver it and bowen you know just blew up my spot completely made me feel so much better and so much easier to talk about it
2: i totally forgot how you caveated going into that
1: yeah it was oh, tough okay. to deliver
2: No,
0: well, I'm glad to hear that you have had two clean scans here and, you know, prayers for more clean scans in the future for you. I'm assuming you felt a lot better after sharing with your friends and family. Do you want to speak on that a bit?
1: Yeah, it's something that I never wanted to talk about. I always wanted to internalize it and just keep it private. Long and short of it was I didn't want to be treated differently. Graham was super fantastic with the knowledge that I had been diagnosed, but I still, I didn't want to tell anyone. I wanted to keep pushing forward. So I really internalized everything. Uh, But to your point, Jim, when I started to open up a little bit more to LLS, for one. And to some of the other people that were diagnosed with similar types of cancer, it made me feel a world better. And now I'm a huge advocate. I spoke on a panel for LLS for adolescent and young adults last week and realized that I should have been doing that from the get-go and rather than waiting and holding on to it.
0: Question number two. What's the one inspirational quote that you would share with the listeners?
1: It's a again, I'm a little a little bit of
0: a history buff and
1: I like I like Winston Churchill. So I'm gonna go with one of his quotes that can be used in many different ways, but success is not final failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. I just have gone by that through many years, through my diagnosis, through school, through sports, through work, everything. I've, I've, pl- I've tried to apply that uh, in many different ways.
2: Yeah, a lot of times adversity is actually the spice of life, right? It really allows you to appreciate the good moments and particularly someone that's gone through what you've gone through with just the gratitude that you share all the time with everyone constantly. Uh, if anything, I have to tell you to tone it down sometimes. Right? And it's so true. I mean, I think if we all had that posted up on our, our bathroom mirror when we are getting in, up in the morning to say, you know, particularly that failure is not fatal, particularly the last few years just to get through, right? Yeah, exactly. I even
1: like the idea that success is not final. And originally I was always thinking, okay, what, what does it mean to be successful? And, and then realizing that, you know, it's a moving target. I can continue to increase. Like I, I have a goal for this campaign as basic as that is. And then I realized as I was moving forward and, and having a lot of success with fundraising that I was like, okay, you know what, no, we, we can pump those numbers up. We're going to, we're going to get them a little bit higher. So I think this quote really uh, relates to a lot of different things in a lot of different
0: ways. I thought variety was the spice of life, but obviously adversity works as well in this situation.
2: I'm going to say variety is the spice of life and adversity is the hot sauce of life. I don't know what you want me to do here, Jim.
0: I like Uh, that one. I'm going to frame that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hashtag my new favorite quote. People even hashtagging anymore. I have no idea.
1: I still use them, so that's probably not a good sign.
0: Yeah, same here. My 10-year-old's been giving me some pointers on some of the new words out there. Apparently, soups is something. I guess it's a shortened term for super. That's a soups cool quote that you said there. There you go, Albrecht. Don't be embarrassed Dad said that. All right, I guess I'll have to cut that one out. She won't like that. Rapid fire. Five questions. What's your one book?
1: So I have two, uh, again, along with the history and Winston Churchill, The Splendid in the Vile by Eric Larson. I really enjoyed that and just all about World War II and, and the life of Winston Churchill. And then the second is a different book that a, a, a prior CEO gave me at my uh, one of my old companies called Pre. It's a story about Steve Prefontaine. It's just a phenomenal book. Quick read, highly worth it.
0: That's for one album.
1: So this one's tough. I like a lot of different uh, genres and, and music. What I'll say to make this easier is that my wife and I share a Spotify, and so I always get recommendations for the latest Taylor Swift album. And you know, sometimes that's that's just what's on.
0: What's your one vacation destination?
1: I've got a lot of English relatives and family, so it's easy to visit family in England. Uh, And Then it's just so easy to get to pretty much anywhere in Europe, so those are definitely, that's my favorite vacation destination.
0: What's your one TV series?
1: My favorite TV series will be a show called Grand Tour. It's spun off of a show called Top Gear. It's a great show about cars. I'm a big motorhead, love cars, motorcycles, everything. And what's your one movie? I had Goodwill Hunting written down for this initially, and then I said, oh, I can't use that. That's probably been used before. So I'm going to go with Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Great movie. Watch it every Thanksgiving Eve with my family.
2: I just watched Planes, Trains, and Automobiles all the way through for the first time a couple of weeks ago. I was in a hotel room when it came on. I was like, you know what? I've never seen this. I'll watch the whole thing. And I was like, oh, wow, this is actually incredibly entertaining. And I really appreciate that you threw your your lovely wife under the bus for all of your T-Swift recommendations. I just wanted to mention that our Spotify is shared. Like, come on. T-Swift is great, bro. Like, it's it's okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'll, I'll take the
1: fall on that one and I'll also say, you know, sometimes that, that'll come on. But I know that whenever we're in the car and my wife says, hey, I don't quite like the music that you're listening to. It's a quick, easy change to Taylor Swift. And, and then it's a it's this nice, smooth car ride if we're uh, on a long trip.
0: It's okay. We're, we're a couple of Swifties here. Yeah, you know, Tower Swift is a hit machine, so you really can't go wrong. Any, any of the albums, Red Album's always a good one to pop on there. You know, the whole family can, can uh, listen in. Is there anywhere in particular in England you'd like to travel to?
1: Pretty much anywhere outside of London. My family's claim to fame is Princess Kate is actually from the town where my grandfather was from. And he had a little car dealership, and the easiest way to put it is a Wawa. He sold cars to the Middletons, and it was actually... The proprietor of the wah well, well, I'll just keep using that, was invited to the royal wedding.
0: Question number four. What's the one charity or cause you would recommend to the listeners?
1: This is easy. Lymphoma and Leukemia Society, as you mentioned previously, running for Man Woman of the Year campaign, Uh, This is something that's near and dear to my heart, has helped me throughout my diagnosis and treatment and my family, but also it's been around for 70 plus years, over a billion dollars donated to research and patient support. Leukemia is the number one cancer in in children and young adults. The stats around blood cancers are, are just astounding. And considering the amount of treatments that I have been through for cancer, It's a great opportunity to support and give back to an organization that has supported me so much. It's really an honor to be a part of it.
2: I was super honored when you asked me to be a part of the Man of the Year team. You know, knowing you over the years and hearing about how LLS has helped you and getting involved with some of the other events that they've done, like the the big climb and just so many other things. And you hear about how much it impacts people that are actually utilizing these services. It's awesome. It's an honor to be a part of this. We're so happy to have you on here so we can help put this thing on the megaphone and get it shared out there and get you to your uh, unspecified goal of a dollar amount.
1: Yes, we got to keep that dollar amount a little bit of a secret. I don't need my competitors listening into that, but and Bowen, appreciate your your help on the team and everyone else who's on my team. There's a a great mix of people that have done a, a ton of different things to help support me.
0: And I think this is a great opportunity for anyone listening in on this podcast, anyone from GFN Philly that takes a listen here, sees the post, Brad's been, I'd say, an OG to GFN Philly. Everyone obviously knows you, Brad, in GFN Philly. And I think if you haven't met Brad, this is a great opportunity to reach out and connect with Brad. He's brimming with hope and possibility and happiness. And if you're having a bad day, you call Brad Watts up and next thing you know, he'll share some of that with you.
1: Yeah, thanks, Jimmy. I really appreciate that. Open to connect with anyone, and happy to even if if it, someone is going through that as well. Happy to direct you to the right resources within LLS. All
0: right, and the last question: What's your one tip for building a meaningful connection?
1: So, a long time ago, I was given a book called The Go Giver, just trying to obtain a go giver attitude. You know, focusing on providing value to others. You know, maybe. Not looking at it quantitatively and saying, I, you give me three leads, I give you three leads. It's, it's more of how could I provide information or value to this person? If I've got someone who's looking to move out to Colorado, hey, I got just the guy, Bo and Nar, you have to speak to him, that, those types of things. I've had a couple different opportunities within my career. I've also was in accounting and finance consulting and also recruiting and helping people find a job was was one of the key things. I still try to do that to this day. I truly believe in giving and it just helps you get to generate a stronger and deeper connection.
2: The Go-Giver was one that was on my list for probably 10, 15 years before I finally read it this year. Yeah, it's an awesome book and I can't recommend it enough to everybody. One of the, my favorite parts about that book is the very end where it says you have to be willing to receive. You have to think you're worthy enough of receiving it back. And that was something that I really needed to hear back in the day. All right. So just to recap, so
0: we asked you for one book, but then we ended up with three book recommendations. Can you know, I just doing the math here?
1: Yes, I couldn't help myself, but uh, we, we went with three. But a lot of people have probably already read The Go-Giver,
0: so I'll uh, I'll take that in my defense. Uh, we're, we're just having fun here. I- all right, Brad. Well, thanks again for joining us here in the GFN Philly 215 Questions Podcast.
1: Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you, Bell. appreciate it.